Okay, um, looks like we have the school board voting, uh, so we have a number of people missing, so hopefully we'll, um, we'll be able to dial in. Uh, Reish Mamtes, let's go to Sivov. I'm just going to go through relatively quickly the eight milers. We're going to go back to some of the details later, and so we're going to cover some ground, and I'd like to go uh, all the way till uh, Tesvav before the next time I'm welcome. Okay, Shlomayin Amayla, Sivov, Peshkov Dalad. There are eight milas. The theme of this entire uh, pecking order, if you'll call it, is to save the Ani from Busha. The more Busha you save him from, the bigger the Mila. There are circumstances, as we'll discuss right now, that you can't, and therefore you still give him the stuckle. Good evening. But if you can't, and you tried, then you go to the next Mila, but don't jump to, obviously, the bottom Mila. You try one by one, which is important to know the order. Sivav. Shmaina Mila ziyesh betztaka zu l'mala mitzu. L'mala g'dayla shayin l'mala mimena. The best form of stalker is to try to help him out of this situation. The person doesn't have a job, he's looking for a job, and he's not successful. You try to help him out. Hamachzik b'yad Yisrael hamach v'neitzin l'matana. Now, the Achreinim discussed the Machaber, it's hard to figure out the order over here. The theme of Sivvav is that you're trying to help him out. The best thing is to get him a job without giving him a matana. So obviously the Mechaber put this over here because when that's not possible, if you're good friends with the fellow and the matana will not look strange, remember, trying to save Mbusha. So give him a matana, it's, oh, Chaim, I haven't seen you in so long, it's your birthday, I forgot. And you give him a $1,000 cash. So if that doesn't look bizarre, he won't know it's Tukka, and therefore that's the best way to go. Ah, it's better to get him a job. I was talking about where you don't have a job for him. So you have to figure out the order over here because the, the best thing would be to solve the problem, which the Mechab is going to get to. Ohava, give him a loan. We spoke about this at length. That's a, a very becoming way of doing it. it. Gives them a chance to pay back. Hopefully he'll have the ability to pay back. And if he doesn't, originally he got it as Alva. And again, if you plan on taking it off a of Maisa, you better have that in mind to begin with. Aisa Shutzvitz, you make a Shutzvitz with him. Bring him into your business. Amansila Malacha, or you don't make him a Shutzvitz. If that's not possible, you give him a job. And he won't have to ask for Tzedakah. So that obviously is the most Pekavitika way of doing it. Uh, the next level, when that's not possible, Zion, Pachas, Mizar, Nesin, Stakala, Ani, Vlayada, Lemi, Yitain, Vlayada, Ani, Mimi, Makabal. If you don't know who you're giving to, and he doesn't know who he's getting from. Uh, that's um, possible when you have, the, uh, the Gemara points out, they used to have a gigantic pushka in the Anhar Bias, and you can go and drop money in there, and the Ani would come in, and he would come and take money out. Uh, did you ever notice the pushkas today? They kind of have like a very small slit where you put the money in, you can't get the money out. I mean, you can stand there like they're shaking it, but it's going to look bizarre. So I guess as they had you read this Adairis, they didn't assume it was a good system anymore to have a, a kupa where you can just as easily take out as you can put in because of the Ramayim and the Ganavim. But that was the system for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yeah, so you're still, the small chisarm, which you can't do anything about, is the gabai, who you're giving it to, you're getting covered when you give it to him. The best mila, why did they think of that in the Zaman Beis The answer is, that's not the highest mila is. You just walk in there, nobody knows, you put something down, nobody knows you gave, you didn't give, they don't know what you give, and the only comes when you're not looking and takes. It's not happening today, because we can't, 
Okay, so that's good. So if you talk or drop an envelope into his box and he doesn't know who you are and you don't get any covenant doesn't see you, that's, that's a Milo. It's important to know this Milo exists because sometimes it's possible. What you described is possible. He doesn't even know, he didn't even call you. Doesn't even know your name. You just, there's a drop-off for Rabbi Abalanes envelopes. And then the owner who gets it, so doesn't know who you are. That's great. I'm not picking Rabbi Abalanes only. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's this Milo. But often you do know the Gabai is, and that's the, I mean, if you could trust the Gabai and you give it to him, so he knows, but nobody else knows. That's still a tremendous Milo, which we'll get to. So again, Zion, Let me eat the up. Unless it's being run by people you know, you have to know who's running the organization, how they're running it, and what's going on. And if you don't know how you're running it, you trust the guy that's also fine, but you have to be able to trust him. It's always, when it comes to money, you always have to verify that the people handling it know what they're doing and are trustworthy. And that's not going to change. 1500, 1300, 1200. It's gotten worse since then. My Riley Dover is in the base of Midrash. They had a big box and everybody just took them on their conscience and uh, it was in the honor system and it worked. So, so that, that there's no other Mitzvahs without an intermediary. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Which is not the highest matter. But it's the minute because that way we know it gets done. But the Mechaber does put in, make sure you know who that is and that uh, it's in capable hands. So he knows who he's giving to. We already saw this Gemara. This is the famous Tamogfa Gemara. He knew he was giving, and the guy never knew, and he wanted to find out his benefactor was. And he wants to open the door quickly and he had to run into an oven to avoid uh, embarrassing him, even though he wasn't trying to embarrass him, he wasn't doing anything wrong. But that's a tremendous mailuk. This is an interesting critique of that city. Why is Mike for doing this? Couldn't find somebody who he trusted as much as he trusted himself for the job. Okay, guess you had to be there. I don't know exactly what was going on. But uh, his system worked, and uh, often his uh, rabbison is distributing, and uh, sometimes he was. In that case, they did it together. This is an interesting one, which is not being done today, and you'll see why very soon. The Ani knows who he's getting it from. Now, that could be done uh, with a Gabai in between, where the Ani found out and the Anasin doesn't know. The example the Mechaber is going to give on the Gemara is not being done today. I'm not sure why or how this was done in the first place. Why I know how, I'm not sure. The Gemara tells that the certain Sadiqim used to have the money in their knapsack. And they'd walk around, it was in the back of them. And as they would walk slowly, the Anim would come and they wouldn't turn around. Well, they sort of wouldn't turn around. You look at Sif Cotton Mem Zion, the very bottom. Who was carrying the sack on his back? He would sort of look on the side without making it obvious. Literally, ever Ramesh is Asman of Yikamaz. He doesn't want Ganov pretending like an army and taking the money. But he sort of looked just to make sure he wasn't uh, a typical shyster like guy. I don't know what they used to dress as. Um, and uh, but he didn't exactly know who he was because then that would defeat the whole purpose. So, uh, that logistically, they pulled it off. But we don't exactly do that. No one's going to walk around with their wallet. Have hang out because we have Nisgata, Darius, and there are too many Ramam to even risk it, which is why it's not being done. It's still possible to have scenarios where the Ani knows who the Naisen is, uh, not uncommon at all, but, and the Naisen doesn't know who the Ani are getting. You have an organization that's funded heavily by one person, 
And the Aniyim know. This is the guy who gives most the money, but he doesn't know they are. That's still a that's still a Maila. You should know there was a very, very, very big Achron from the Gedali Achronim who quoted that Gemara. Well, according to most other Achronim, misquoted that Gemara. And he said, Rod Ganvi Yisrael. That's the Gemara you're referring to. And the other Chama of Alashin that, that Akash Baruch should forgive him. He was such a tzaddik and he's the one of the big Achronim. And, well, it doesn't mean he's wrong, by the way. But they claim that here he pushed just, you know, Shigur the Lishna. Sometimes he got like a Plitus pair, a Plitus Hapen, Plitus Ha'et. He says the Gemara doesn't mean Rav Ganve Yisrael. He quoted it as most Ganavim are, I don't want to say the, some of the words, that that's not what the Gemara meant. What, what, what the, in that context, it meant most of the people in the city and most of the Ganavim, they were Rav Yid. It was a different context. So I don't know what you meant by your question, but there's a big Achoran, if you meant that, who says that. And come on, everybody else says that's not what it means. It means that, that every, what, Yehuda started asking before is that it's an age-old problem. The problem got worse, not better, because they have Niskat and Adaris. Well, Lamaisa, uh, money is uh, Yetzahara, and the Gemara says that Kulam uh, and Hara, right? And Gezel and Arayas, Miyadam Arayas, it's, you know, these are the natural, basic uh, Yetzaharas. So you got to be careful. Uh, the nice thing is, there was a time in time of Chazal that they were able to walk around with a knapsack in the back and look around a little bit, but not look around too much, and assume that the Aniyim know where to get it from, which is in between the base of Mikdash, where they left the box open and the Aniyim just came, which is uh, is not being done today by and large. Sif Yud. So now here we know already the Ani is looking at the at the uh, usher, the usher knows who he is, he knows who the usher is, but he offers, runs over to him and offers him a donation before he asks, which saves him the bush of asking. So now we're back to the basic scenario, is that he asked, and once he asked, you give it to him properly, with a smile. You should have given him more, and you don't give him so much, but at least he smiled. Now, everybody said last night, if you frown, you have a scowl, then it's a kilu, uh, you would have been better off not giving. So the Achranim over here say, it means you don't have a smile, you don't have a frown. You're just not smiling, and that you don't look thrilled, but you're not actually, you don't have a scowl on your face. Even when they know who you are, and your name is out there, and they know you're giving, like any mitzvah, you shouldn't become a balgaiva over it. With money, it's easier to become a balgaiva because when you have the money, you already feel like a knocker, you're writing big checks. And the truth is, you get a lot of schar, and it's not an easy thing to do, and you should be proud, but there's nothing proud, and yisbar. Uh, again, the, the, it's a difficult avoid in life, but you have to look at it that the money that you're giving out is not yours, and you are just a gizber. You're a treasurer for a Baruch Hu. And as we spoke about earlier on this year, that's a heavy achray. Not only is that a, um, a hedge against uh, not becoming Malagaivo, because uh, the, the, the teller, did you ever go walk at the chase here in the, uh, the popular bank here? The tellers don't uh, look like Malagaivo. They're handing out hundreds of thousands of dollars. The answer is there are no shaykhs to them whatsoever. <laughs> They're just handing out the money. So we're tellers. So that's an important hashkafa to constantly review and internalize. And the second part is that if you're a teller, you have a chayas in every penny that's, you know, they check, they match the numbers from what goes in at the end of the day. Otherwise, the teller would have a big gate to her. If something's missing, you're in big trouble. 
And that's the tremendous achrayas. You have money and you got to know you're spending X amount on yourself and your family and X amount on stock. You got to know what the level is. You say, we have a shear for that. It's called Chaimish or Maises. Okay, if you spend your Chaimish, you're in better shape. Uh, but as we mentioned a month or two ago, there are many, of, many causes that you can cash in on in your Olam Haba for Zakas Teira and uh, all the other business ventures, quote unquote, that have no shear. And that's, that's an achrayas like everything else. Yes? What? Uh, even though we said last night that the Gabe Stalker, the Gadol Ma'asi he gets the big bucks, he gets the big schar uh, in terms of his design. There's no mitzvah to give somebody more schar by giving him the design. So yes, it would help if you had a smile and didn't give him a rough time. Uh, whenever you're doing a mitzvah, you should be smiling, even to the Gabe Stalker. You're doing a mitzvah, you should be thrilled that Hashem gave you this opportunity to be able to be on the giving side. It's worse if you don't smile at the Ani than the Gabe Stalker who uh, hopefully uh, doesn't need the stock himself, but you don't have to fulfill the Galdam uh, Asa and give him the Bizanis he gets more schar. That's not uh, necessary. Akiva, you had a... That's what a Gizbar is. Right, but a teller is not a trustee. A teller is more like... Here, he is a trustee. Is we a... are trusting him to stand in front of a drawer which has... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, where they don't keep it that much a month, whatever. And, and he's constantly giving it out, and we assume he's not going to steal. The age before you say he can't steal, the age before cameras and everything else, and before computer systems, you know, they added everything up from time memorial, but, you know, you're handing out money. That's what trustee just means we're trusting you with the money. No, that's a trustee. Uh, that's just a different madrega. It's more chashu, but, but he's still a trustee. Even if he's getting paid $29,000 a year, he's still a trustee. So you're, you're, you're just showing your chile between the pay scale, that's all. It's just, uh, it's, a, it's considered a more chashba job. Yeah? How does this lowly star jive with what the Rav said last night as far as announcing pledges? So we're going to get to that right now. Uh, actually, he's, he's not going to mention it again because he's going to talk about something even more than announcing, and that is a plaque. That's even more chashba. That's not one announcement. That's an announcement of the Yom Vod. And the answer is we encourage that also because the same reason we encourage pledges because people will see it's, it's a good thing to do and it's the in thing to do and it's the proper thing to do and it's chashuv. So when you give a plaque, the guy gets the chashivas ongoing and the people see the plaque and then they also want to give me even 90% lishma, 10% lishma. That's all part of the same theme. With that said, let me finish the Ramah and I'll answer your question. Um, that's the Ramah is going on his statement now. Top line, the Ramah on page Chav Zayim. Says mutter, it's actually encouraged. Well, that's what I'm saying. If the guy, we encourage it. Mutter over here is. Let me finish the sentence. Mutter lichtav shemayah lov shehelo lizikarn v'roi laases came. So the mutter. So if he's going to say roi, why say mutter? The answer is it's mutter because Rama just finished saying that you shouldn't be inspired, and that's kind of like gavedik. You're saying a name. The answer is it's mutter, and it's actually encouraged because it encourages others. And lamaisa, we're here to get the job done. As I, my marshal is, it's like becoming an honoree at dinner. Nobody likes doing it, and most people, well, everybody likes covered, but uh, it's, uh, you know, you can wait to Achamev Essen for the Hespid. And the Neshama is there, and hears everything, and hears it in real time, and it's, uh, it's, it's an Achas Ruch from the Neshama. Lamaisa, if you do it, it's a lot of work. Usually the honoree, I, I think, um, has to like give mailing lists and send out things, call his friends and his family, so it's a lot of hard work also. Even if some cover that goes along, that's what Lamaisa sells, and uh, you should take it, Lishma, and try to ignore all the things that they're saying about you, which is not an easy thing to do. Sometimes it's easy to have a plaque, yeah. 
Yeah, but it says donated by somebody, and and that's uh, okay, okay. But there's nothing wrong. We encourage saying donated by by plenty of money because we wanna it's we wanna encourage people to know this is a double chashuv and your friends are doing it and the chashuv people are doing it because they understand this is what money's for and that's that's something that has to be publicized which is the purpose of dinners and plaques and and appeals and all these things and the Ramah at the end of the day says Roy lost his cane the first part is to be kept in mind that doesn't mean it should go to your head and uh, you got to know that Lamaisa you're a uh, so, so Akiva, you'll say, well, the teller doesn't mention to you, and by the way, I'm nice to you, nice of me to give you this money. <laughs> right? you know, I said, put my name on the $100 bill. Okay, because the mice, he's getting paid $29,000 a year, whatever he's getting paid. But the guy in the bill, uh, Melinda, what's his wife's name? Okay. Melinda, did I get that right? Okay. So uh, Bill and Melinda thing, he, I don't know who he is, but... He's a knock already, and you can be sure that people are giving him lots of cover to get on his good side. So he is getting, he's getting many plaques, which goes, the more money you're in charge of, the more you, uh, I'm not saying that this would be involved in, in Bill's organization, but there are many, like anything else, in, in larger organizations, certainly the billion-dollar ones, which are not the firm ones, and government, people start taking people out for lunch, and we, you're not going to believe this, but politicians, congressmen, senators sometimes get taken out for lunch. Can you imagine such a thing? It's, it's got to be illegal there somewhere. Uh, so they're writing and rewriting and constantly updating laws of what you can give and what you can... I don't really get There's a very passionate Yid, Zachal Atayv, who Metzasham will be from soon. We just haven't accomplished it yet. He lives somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere in the desert. Uh, and uh, I think he just pledged something like $100 million to... Um, Another guy who has shaykhs to Yidin, whose grandchildren are Yidin. And, you know, I don't know if you found out about this. $100 million is a lot of money. And they happen to mention that, by the way, it's a problem because it's illegal to give that kind of money. So the answer is it's illegal. I'm sure it's illegal. It's illegal for the first 10 seconds until you realize it's not illegal to give to the super PAC. That they made legal. I don't know. I haven't figured out the whole system. I don't think anybody's figured out the whole system. But there's a way to get them the money. Uh, they just, so why are they making laws? They say, well, you don't want anybody to have influence, do we? Uh, Obama agrees with me, but nobody else agrees with Obama. And this is the way it's done. And, and as soon as they pass a law against the super PACs, they're going to have another law that allows you to give it to the super duper PACs. There's always going to be a way around it. And this is the way it goes. And no, I'm banging this up because Ashkafati is an interesting thing. On the one hand, we don't want anybody to have influence. The answer is, okay, but uh, people are going to have influence and they're going to get the money there. And it's, he's not doing anything wrong. Uh, Sheldon knows the law. His lawyers are on top of it. And it's legal. So uh, it's legal, and it's, uh, it's, it's smart, certainly, for a year. He's doing it, Lashma. He's doing it, I'm not saying there's no covenant at all, but he's doing it because he wants a candidate who he can talk to Israel about, and he can, you know, there's a reason for all this. It's no different than any other lobby group. You're allowed to lobby. The question is, you know, this guy in charge of the thing, if you're telling him to give to something that's not a good cause, you're causing him to do something wrong, that's where it gets, gets questionable. And that's a uh, big shadow in public life and politics and this and that. And, uh, and you have to have, at the end of the day, leadership that can't be bought, which is, in from circles, doable, and greater politics, difficult, because the stakes are, the money is in the billions, and the stakes are high, and it's, it's you know, you have to try your best. But uh, the teller in the bank doesn't have a DSR, and no one's paying him off to give him a fresh hundred, he'll give it to you anyway, and it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not much of a problem. Okay, let's continue. Uh, Yud Dalid. Taiv litain, this is a time on a minute. Taiv litain prutal ani kaidim kaltfilish and ermani, but said that echazepanecha. 
Uh, it's good to give stuff anytime you're about to dive in, you want your tefillas answered. Speaking of spending money to get on the Lahavdil Elafavdalas to get on the good side, you can't bribe a coach Barfu. But Hashem does look at when you stuck all the time at Rahman Islam, Sarah, person needs something. Stucka is a true tested time-tested Indian to give stucca when you need something. And every time we dive in, we need something. And we're not giving lots of money, but they need to give stucca before you go uh, to talk and ask things of a Baruch Hu. So some people give it before davening, some people give Ivar David, some people give a different menuhagam how to do it, but even if it's a small amount, there is a Germanic, and can I know her if you daven in any shul, certainly in Minyanim factories, um, the factories are not only churning out many minyanim every few minutes, but Baruch Hashem, many people to help you do this mitzvah. And the Shiloh I'm always asked is, do I have to do it in the middle of Vichs Krishma and Krishma? The answer is, you have to do it to the extent that it won't stare your davening. If you're in the middle of something and it's staring you and you gave already, you don't have to give every, every two seconds. But if it, um, one fellow told me that he gives all the time, he has a bunch of quarters lined up, it doesn't stare his davening. I said, really? That's amazing. He said, yeah, because everything else stares my davening. So I figured after a while, I'm just going to do this instead. Okay, so he doesn't have any kavanah anyway, he was telling me, so he's just going to, okay, that's a mahaluch, uh, but it, it, not in the middle of Shema Nesra, that's why you don't go in the first place of Kriya Shema, but you have to know what's, what's going to work and what doesn't, but you should try to be Mekayimit somewhat before you get to Shema Nesra. Okay, the Shaila I'm going to raise, I'm not going to give out the copies now, we just have two minutes, I'm just going to raise the Shaila and discuss tonight, before, tomorrow night before we... Go to the next sugya. This will probably take tomorrow night. Um, it's a shayla. A number of people have asked me over time, and it's very nagea to Meiser. And over the next uh, couple of months, I hope to touch upon. We have ways to go in the machaber. Hope to touch upon some of the practical uh, Meiser shaylas, and there are many of them. This one's particularly interesting. The minig is that uh, many young ladies, before after the seminary, before they get married, they come back to America often, or they win America, and they start working. It's not working because it's not in seminary anymore. About Ptolemy, they shim him. It's a good idea, by the way. I would strong if your daughters are, when they become callers, by the way. I, I've been, um, I had four daughters, Baruch Hashem, that I married off. We did this at home, and I suggest you do that as well. Often, they, the first thing they do after the verse is, okay, I'm going to leave my job now. I've got to prepare for the chasla. The chasla is three months away. There's only so much time you could spend buying the shaitals and the shoes and the gowns, stuff like that. It's extremely important in life in general to be over busy rather than under busy, especially for a nervous kala. So, uh, so just as an etza, um, it's it's hashkafically very important to be busy and hashkafically very important if she can make money, especially she's marrying a boy, is starting off learning to be able to bring someone into marriage. And the chazal are very big on another. Another usually comes from the shver, but there's nothing wrong with her bringing in some money as well. Hashkafically, there are many gemaras that say that. So the minig is Baruch Hashem, they get a job, whatever they're doing, or they're in school, and they make a little money on the side, and now she has, coming to the marriage, she has $20,000, $50,000 saved up. She probably should have taken Maisa before, but I, I get the shayla a lot, quite often they don't, because they think they're getting married anyway very soon, so they'll let the husband take care of it, or they think of the shayla, which is understandable. Uh, let's talk about a scenario where they didn't give Maisa. The shayla might not change if they did, but let's make it easy if they didn't. Now they come into the marriage, and she comes in, and there's uh, $10,000, $50,000 in the account. Does the husband have to take off Meiser? And I might add, can he take off Meiser? Is there a chiv? Is it parv? Very common shayla, Baruch Hashem. So we'll let you think about that overnight, and Mitzvah Hashem will discuss that tomorrow night.